Blog Talk Radio.
to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. And I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're all here together with the Lord. Amen. It's good to know that when we come together, that the Lord is in our midst. He's right here with us. He's not off somewhere on a planet far away. He's right here in our midst. Amen. You know, um, I've been having this conversation with a friend who still doesn't quite understand that when you receive the Lord, he comes inside of you. He's not on the outside. He's on the inside of you. So for you to go around as if you're all alone, it means you're ignoring him. Because he is already on the inside of you. Amen? He's on the inside. That's what he said. He's on the inside. He comes to make his abode with us when we receive Jesus Christ. Remember, we lead you in a prayer where you ask Jesus Christ to come live in your heart. Well, your heart is not down the street somewhere. It's on the inside of you. If you're still walking around feeling lonesome, it's because you don't believe the word of God. You don't believe that Jesus actually lives inside you. You don't believe that the Father actually lives inside you. You don't believe that the Holy Spirit actually lives inside you. That's a bit too much unbelief, don't you think? Amen? So I want to encourage you to check out what you really do believe. The moment you feel lonesome, you ought to know immediately that that's a demon. The minute you feel like you're all alone, you ought to immediately know that's a demon. You don't need a billboard across the highway to tell you that. That's something you ought to know. Because there is no loneliness in Jesus Christ. Amen? There is no loneliness. There is no forsaken. You've received the adoption from your heavenly father. There is no aloneness anymore. The problem is you have not believed the word of God. It's not that you haven't heard it. It's that you haven't believed it. You've heard it over and over. We've gone over those same scriptures over and over. Amen? 
Amen. So, you need to learn to believe what the Bible says. You need to spend more time in the scriptures. You need to recast the messages more often. It's Christ's youth, the hope of glory. Not Christ somewhere way down the road. No, in you, the hope of glory. He's in you. I can't feel God. Um, Well, you don't have to feel him. You don't feel the blood in your veins either. You don't have to feel him for him to be there. Amen? So now, let's get down to being truthful and to believing what God said. Amen? Amen. You know, I've heard about, oh, I just felt so lonesome, and I'm thinking, well, why didn't you bind the devil? Because that feeling was a demon, and he came to bring you a feeling. And people that live their lives by their feelings don't progress too much in God because they're trying to live by feelings and not by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So if you're going to go by your feelings, then that means you're not going to walk in faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen? Amen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that means you can't walk around in your emotions. If you do, what you're actually doing is making your emotions your God. You're making your emotions the ruler of your life. You're exalting your emotions over the true and living God. That's a crime, that's a felony, and that is a sin. It's called idolatry. It brings a heavy penalty. So, it's time for everybody to grow up. Time for everyone to grow up. We must learn to live by the word of God, not by our own thoughts, and most certainly not by our feelings and emotions. Amen? You cannot follow Jesus with your feelings and emotions. He's greater than your feelings and emotions. Your feelings and emotions will lead you to disobey and rebel against God. Not to mention they're fickle and they change from moment to moment. Amen? Do not sit up honoring your feelings. That's not the way to go. You can't please God exalting your feelings over his word. His word is what you need. There's no power 
in your fleshly emotions and feelings. Power comes through the word of God. So, if you want to remain weak, then I suppose you'll do what you've always done. But if you want to grow in the faith and power of God, you're going to have to change. And nobody can make you change what you don't want to change. So it's up to you. If you want to overcome, then that means your feelings cannot be the drum major in your parade. Your emotions cannot be the drum major in your parade. They've got to go. Amen? So now you have to decide what you're going to do. If you're going to grow up and tell your emotions, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And then loose the word of God over yourself the truth of the word over yourself. And you continue till you overcome. When those feelings come up, the moment they start, you pull that thought down. You pull the thought down right then. That's what Second Corinthians 10 and 5 is for. Pull that thought down and bring it captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ because your emotions usually follow your thought life. Amen? Somebody looks the other way and doesn't look at you. Oh, why did they turn their head away from me? Well, I don't know. Maybe they weren't looking at you at all. Maybe they were looking past you. But unless you're going to pull that thought down, you'll walk around with some ugly emotions in a couple of minutes. And to tell you the truth, that's downright childishness. Amen? It's sin. Because when you become an adult, you put away childish things. Amen? So let's choose to mature in the Lord. Let's choose to grow in Christ. You see, if you keep this habit up, of allowing your emotions and your feelings to dictate to you what to think, what to believe, and how to behave. When an emergency comes in your life, you're going to cave in to your feelings and emotions. You're not going to be able, amen? Amen. And besides, you can't read other people's minds. You can't read their minds. You don't know what's going on inside of them. Let's not be presumptuous. Amen? You don't know what's in other people's minds. Let's not be presumptuous and decide that we know what that this is the reason this is happening. Amen? You don't know. 
You don't know unless the Holy Spirit speaks to you and tells you. You know, a lot of people get into trouble with other people in God because they think they automatically know what's going on when they don't. They've decided that this is this way because this is what I think. Well, that may not be what's happening. Amen? That may not be what's happening at all. Humility is a much better quality. It's better to humble ourselves with our own opinions. It's better to humble ourselves and ask God than to presume and be in pride. Amen? Than to presume and be in pride. And then you will have falsely judged someone. You will have falsely accused someone in your thoughts. You will have falsely accused someone in your thoughts because you think it's this way when that's not really what it is. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So I want to thank everybody for coming. And we're going to have a wonderful time in the in the Word tonight. The Lord has a Word for us, and I want to thank Him for it. And let me say, up front is a Word for every single person. This is a Word for every single person. Every single person. Amen? Amen. So let's listen to the Lord. And let him speak to our hearts. And when the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes, let's not pretend it's not there. Amen? Amen. Because we're going to be transparent before the Lord tonight. Amen. God loves us. God loves us. Yes, he does. And a special welcome to all of our time listeners. We are an international Christian, non-denominational Ministry formed in the love of God, and we welcome you. We encourage everyone to join us in our chat room, which is located on our webpage. No, this is not like the chat rooms you've been a part of before. This is a holy and sanctified chat room. Amen? It is a holy and sanctified chat room. This is not worldly. Amen? Praise God. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. Praise the Lord. MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, Across the banner, you will see MIC Radio Chat, MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using your name, one of those names that's on your birth certificate, and and greet the saints. Say hello, good evening, God bless you, whatever. Whatever comes to you, amen. Good to be here. You know, if you walk into a brick-and-mortar church, you, you speak to the people when you walk in. Well, all right, this is no different. Amen? Amen. 
and the saints will respond to you in grace. Praise God. If you're on a cell phone, you may do the same. Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up across the banner, you will see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, and that will open up all the links to you, and you may proceed with the previous instructions. Amen? Amen. So we welcome everyone in the name of the Lord, and we're so glad that God has already started talking to us. Amen? Amen. You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, and uh, I don't know about you, maybe sometimes you don't, you're a little out of sorts at first. Sometimes that may be because of what happened in your sleep that you don't remember. Amen? Sometimes we fight in our sleep. Sometimes we have dreams in our sleep. That's right. Sometimes we war in our sleep. So know that that won't last. Take authority over it, praise the Lord, and get up and keep going. Amen? It won't last. It won't last. Bind up whatever dream that the Lord didn't send you. Send it packing according to the dream protocol. If it's just your emotions, it might be that you're actually still very tired and you need to get some more rest. That might actually be the case. Amen? It might be something else. You know, you can ask the Lord if this is physical or if this is spiritual or is it a combination. Amen? Praise God. There you go. First thing in the morning, you can solve a problem. Amen. But we're, regardless of how our week went, we're going to have a wonderful time in the Lord tonight, and we're going to start in prayer. I thought we were going to start in prayer first, but God had something to say to us. So I'm so glad he got to say what he wanted to say. And the Bible says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Boy, God says put him to the test. That's his instruction. Put him to the test, and he will show you. How about that? So, when we do God's plan, we know that a blessing is coming our way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, everything I am and have belongs to you. Therefore, I will always remember to return to you and to bless you and give you what you require of me. I will tithe my income, Lord, as an act of obedience to you 
and as an avenue of blessing. In response to your financial plan for my life, I will give both tithes and offerings unto you, and I will purpose in my heart to give to you regularly, Lord, and to always give cheerfully without ever resenting what I give. In obedience to your word, I will lay up treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot corrupt them and where no thief can steal them. I will be sensitive to your direction in all my giving, Lord. I know that my giving is an act of worship to you. And what a privilege it is for me to be able to give. As I give, I will rejoice, and I will remember all of the blessings you have given to me. Let your blessings be upon my giving. Lord, I will always remember that it is you who gives me the power to obtain wealth in order that your covenant may be fulfilled. Let me use wisely all that you have given to me so as to bless the work of your kingdom and to help those in need. Thank you for showing me that love always gives. In fact, you love the world so much that you gave your only son. Because of this, giving, I cheerfully give and generously give. And I know that I will receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Help me to remember that the same measure in which I give out will be measured back to me. Father, I am trusting fully in your promises, Lord. I can freely give and freely receive. I know that you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Your financial plan of giving and receiving is truly amazing, Father. And I thank you so much for your love and provision. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we come to you, we want to thank you for the provision of divine health and healing that you've released to all of your children. And we want to thank you, Lord, for the recovery that our sister is receiving now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Faithful husband is standing with her in this situation. The family has come together. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that no matter what happened in the physical, you're watching over us. You're protecting us. You're giving us strength. And you're helping us to overcome. Whatever needs to be fixed in us, Lord, you'll fix it. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, The Bible says, O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. 
The Bible says that they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. There are many afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hands of the wicked. He is the God who forgiveth all of our iniquities and who healeth all of our diseases. Was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So we thank you, Lord, that you spared not your son, but delivered him up for us all, and that with him you will freely give us all things. So, Father, we want to thank you that our sister will have full and complete recovery. We thank you, Lord, that you've already stationed your angels around her. We thank you, Lord, that you are there healing her now, even as we pray. We prayed for her earlier today, Lord. And you are working miracles in her life. We thank you, Lord, for using this situation that has come into her life to teach her more about you, to bring her heart closer to you, to help her to see you with new eyes, and to help her to grow in trust and faith. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We want to thank you for that. We know, Lord, that you are no respective person, and the same miracle that you provided for our other sister, you'll provide for this sister as well. We thank you, Lord, that all bleeding will stop by the power of your hand. All bleeding in the brain will stop power of your name. All the bleeding in the brain will stop by the power of your word. And we thank you, and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray over the eyes and the eyesight. <laughs> And Father, anything else, you see her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You live in that temple. It is holy ground. Her body is holy ground because you live there. So we know, Lord, that all the things that are not in divine order will be placed in divine order. Amen? That you will complete that and perfect those things that concern her. So we give you praise. We give you glory. 
we give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for peace upon her, your peace, the peace that passes all understanding on her and her family. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise. We ask you, Father, to reduce the time of recovery. To reduce the time of recovery. We thank you, Lord, for a speedy recovery, a full recovery in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you. A full and speedy recovery, Father, in the name of Jesus. We will not dread a long recovery period because it's not going to be a long recovery period. As we read last time, our timings is in your hands. So we thank you, Father, that the time of recovery is in your hands. The doctors can't determine that. The patient can't determine that. It's you. So we look to you for a quick and speedy recovery, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise. We lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting in the name of Jesus Christ. You and we give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We submerge our sister under the blood of Jesus Christ. And we give you praise, glory, and honor for what you're doing right now. Right now. Hallelujah. You knew, Lord, before the foundation of the world that this day and this event would happen. And you've been prepared to take our sister through. We give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father, that our loins are girded about with the spirit of truth. We thank you, Lord, that we wear the breastplate of righteousness, that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and that we have taken on your shield of faith so that we'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We wear the helmet of salvation, and we take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are a shepherd and we shall not want, for you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast down all imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and brings every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're praying, saints, to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for providing divine health for us. You are the God who healeth all our diseases, and by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, 
We bind Satan, the strong man, all of his angels, all evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timing, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind all wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, false microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, Binding all vibrations which are demons. Yes, Lord. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drones and whoredom spirits in their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, remote viewing, strokes, ischemic attacks, and we return them to the sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind our sonic and audio weapons, our whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapon in their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind all hypnotic trans levels in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind 5G and its components and everything aimed against us as a weapon coming from the satellite, from the cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Korean, Russian, Ukrainian, Chinese, 
Indonesian, Malaysian, African, on the southern tip, Canadian, Nicaraguan, Brazilian, Indian, African, North American, South American, Caribbean, Latin American, Haitian, Jamaican, Dominican, Black and White Magic in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We return all the text to the to the senders, including all Morgellons attacks, and we bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture and in your culture and in my culture and in every worldwide culture, even subcultures in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord of Jesus Christ. We bind every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual, abuse devil, satanic worship, witchcraft dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind that and we place all of them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind Mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch. Block, monitor, track, distract, confuse, distract. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over every distracting demon in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demon that would pull our attention away from what the pastor is saying in Jesus' holy name. We bind all confusing demons, perversions, stifles, curse that's come to curse. Any member of Miracle Internet Church, we bind that and the curse in the name of Jesus. We bind the demons and we bind the curse in the name of Jesus Christ. And we will send it back from wherever it came from according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, and human reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Any spirit that would come to defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, despise, attack, reproach, 
and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind, food lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack. Psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood ritual, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. We bind the inordinate use of conjugal rights. We return to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling against the, and the satellites against the website in the name of Jesus Christ. We return all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, and jujus in the name of Jesus. All Nigerian witchcraft in the name of Jesus. All Nigerian tribal occultism, we return. All Chaldean witchcraft and wizardry in the name of Jesus Christ. We return it all. We thank you. We give you praise. Father, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, uh-huh, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor and the spirit in the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bow PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, Poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all false deities, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. And we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise. 
We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grip, and the work of the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind the work of the demole in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind psychic weapons and return their work to the senders. Prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in Jesus' holy name. We return all of these afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the delay of the sins. We bind the insanity and pride and work of foolishness in our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you to the glory of God. We give you praise, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth and lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we bind all jealous and envious spirits in Jesus' name. We bind every jealous and envious spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We command it to come up and out of the saints of God in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come out now in the name of Jesus. Go into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every jealous and envious spirit. Every spirit that attempts to bring attention to itself, we bind you in Jesus' holy name. Every spirit that attempts to bring attention to itself, we bind you. We bind your powers. We bind your words. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. Up and out. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Come out of the people of God. Come out of the saints of God in the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Fleshly ambition, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of the saints of God. Come out of the saints of God. Come out of the saints of God in the name of Jesus. All carnal and fleshly ambition, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of the saints of God in the name of Jesus Christ. I wish I were. I wish I were. I wish I were bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. It is God who worketh in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. Come up and out, come up and out, come up and out, come up and out in the name of Jesus. I think it ought to be me, I think it ought to be me, I think it ought to be me. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We are here to do the Father's will. I wish it was me. I think it ought to be me. It ought to be me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we disconnect from those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We disconnect by the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. And we bind every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bind every manifesting demon in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to come up and out in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Go into the cage, bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power for desire for promotion that is not of God. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. The desire for promotion or exaltation that is not of God in the name of Jesus. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. Father, we thank you for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere in Jesus' holy name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for covering us in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Saints, when the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes, it's time to repent. It's time to confess and acknowledge before the throne of God. Father, we ask you to cover us when the blood of Jesus Christ and our mode of transportation in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power, in particular over animals and demons that come into contact or close contact with our mode of transportation in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your angels watching over us and following your orders concerning your saints in Jesus' name. We forbid objects to lay in the road, to be in the air or in the waterways that would cause us difficulty, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Father, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the night, all the nights that we have had from conception until now. We take authority, dominion, and power over those demons. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. We command you to come out of the saints of God in Jesus' name. Bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything attempting to infiltrate our dreams bound in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Come on out. All the poisons that were fed during the dreams, all the water spirits that attacked during the dreams, come on out in the name of Jesus, whether we remember the dreams or not. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Demons that were cast out and they're long gone in judgment, reinforcing devils that attack in the night. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out and come up and out in the name of Jesus. We bind a vain glory and envying one another in the name of Jesus, bound in Jesus' holy name. Come up and out. Come up and out. Desirous of vain glory, envying one another, bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't, that uncleanness, that corruption cannot be in the name, in the saints of God. Come on out. In Jesus' holy name, rumba baba ruke di di dia, ringe di di brisha la la diosa da da brike di diosu, rumba baba kurekiha la la diasa, ringe di di brisha da da brike di da brike, brike, brike its power, a brike its power in the name of Jesus Christ. Arayoso, runda da brike di di dia se la diasa da da bru, runda da baroha la la diosu da da brike, rala la diosu rigise da da brike di di diasa, rala la diosu da da brike di di diosu ta, rala la diosu da da brike. Come on out of the saints of God. Come out of the saints of God. Come out of the saints of God. Be uprooted. Come out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for the fiery wall that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. Hey, Lord. We thank you for the fire. The fire. The purging fire of God. The purging fire of God. Purify. The refiner's fire. The refiner's fire, Father. The refiner's fire, Father. The refiner's fire for all of your saints, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your convictions. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Raka kuru lolo la yasanda la broca de debri raka de debrisha da breke de diosola de yosonda la bra la la dia yes jesus yes lord jesus yes lord jesus araro raki rela da yos thank you lord jesus hallelujah ringi de debrisha da bra thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus hallelujah thank you lord we pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, all witchcraft curses, and we return it from whence it came in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. 
Yes, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Hallelujah. We come out of agreement with Satan in the name of Jesus. We come out of agreement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We come out of agreement with Satan in Jesus' name. We tear down and destroy all walls of protection, any form, order, rank, and type of protection around our shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, liars, pretenders, hypocrites, and such in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen. We break the powers and destroy the powers and bind the powers of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, spells, charms, witchcraft, all witchcraft, all voodoo, all magic, all sorcery, all death spirits, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, all mind control, all brain frequency meditation, all destruction, pain, torment, and sickness, all psychic power, psychic warfare, incense and candle burnings, prayer chains, incantations, chantings, ungodly blessings, root work, crystals, hoodoo, everything being sent from the demonic realm, through any vessel, through any portal, through any association in Jesus' holy name. And we return it from whence it came, according to the covenant. We bind all tribal rituals and sins. Amen. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians, Father, that are being persecuted, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us, and you will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind all spirit guides in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit guide in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit guide and close its mouth. In the name of Jesus Christ, we seal its mouth. In the name of Jesus Christ, we paralyze its mouth and silence it. In the name of Jesus, we forbid any influence from witches or warlocks or wizards or Satanists. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, we bind spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, and your influences. They are destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We bind spirits of blindness, spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. 
We thank you, Lord, for breaking the yoke. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Breaking every chain and every yoke, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, free these souls so that they may be free to repent. Show them every evil work, every evil deed that they're guilty of, Lord Jesus. Convict hearts unto repentance. Bring these souls out of darkness and and into your marvelous light in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for your grace. We want to thank you for your power. We want to thank you for victory in spiritual warfare. We want to thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to thank you for the fear of the Lord. We want to thank you for divine protection and safety. We want to thank you for obedience. We want to thank you for faith. We want to thank you for strength. We want to thank you for joy. We want to thank you for financial prosperity for all MIC members in Jesus' holy name. For all MIC members in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, there are some of us that walk around with oppression and depression constantly as one of our partners. But, Lord, that's not the partner you want us to have. Oh, rugasa. We bind all such oppressions in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every depression in the name of Jesus Christ. We curse it at the root in Jesus' holy name. Father, we thank you for teaching us that the enemy draws power when we go into oppression and depression in the name of Jesus. We cut ourselves free from it with the sword of the Spirit, and everybody take a deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. All confusion is bound in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Our featured psalm is Psalm 89 in the name of Jesus Christ. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verses 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Our featured ebook is Spiritual Warfare versus Bondage Bible Study. Spiritual Warfare versus Bondage Bible Study. Combating accusations and deceptions in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Tonight, we're going to talk about a very simple subject, but I'm going to say this very again to everyone. This is a message for every single saint in this ministry, and God wants us to recast it and to take it to heart in Jesus' name. God gives. Yes, he does. God gives. Genesis, chapter 1. Genesis, chapter 1. Genesis, chapter 1, beginning with verse 28. Genesis, chapter 1, beginning with verse 28. 
And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth. Amen? All righty. And every tree in, in the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. Well, saints. God causes his obedient children to prosper. God causes his obedient children to prosper. This makes us happy, now doesn't it? He bestows blessings upon those who are his. Our Heavenly Father sent Jesus to bless us through salvation. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Unto you, first God, having raised up his son Jesus, and sent him to bless you, and sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquity. So you can see that the Father sent Jesus to bless us. Amen? He sent Jesus to bless us through salvation and through the forgiveness of sin. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ, and we have inherited the blessing of Abraham. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ, and we have inherited the blessing of Abraham. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 3, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. If you're just joining us, if you've missed any portion of this broadcast, I want to encourage you to recast it. Amen? Recast it. Because you need to partake of that that came before. Amen. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed, who has blessed us to blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. So you see there, the word is truth. The initial action that God pursued after he created Adam and Eve was to speak his blessings upon them, was to speak his blessings upon them. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, we were just there. It says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them. God blessed them, and God said unto them. So God spoke a blessing over his children, over those that were here. Amen. He placed them in the Garden of Eden and gave them dominion over the earth. Everything belonged to them. Unlike us, God did not whip out his charge cards because he already owned everything. He created everything, all his, and it is still his. Amen? He gave it. He gave it. He gave it to Adam and Eve. He gave it to Adam and Eve. God began his relationship with man through an act of giving. God began his relationship with man through an act of giving. Praise the Lord. He placed them in a very beautiful garden. God made full provision. Full provision to meet all their needs. Amen. God gave them herbs and fruit-bearing trees for their food. Adam and Eve had an abundance of everything. Adam and Eve had an abundance of everything. An abundance of everything. An abundance of everything. Mm-hmm. An abundance of everything they needed. There was no lack at all. There was no lack at all. There was no lack at all. God gave them the entire world and all of its resources. So we clearly see God's purpose for man. We clearly see our God as the giving God. We clearly see our God as the giving God, the God who gives. 
the God who gives wholeheartedly, freely, and abundantly to his children. Amen? Order to live in the fullness of God's blessings in which your needs are continually met, you must experience and have an eye-opening understanding of our God as a giving God, a giving God. Head knowledge will not suffice. You need a much deeper revelation of our God as the giving God. Amen? Till you actually understand this and believe this, you will not be able to believe God for your needs as you ought to. I didn't say that you wouldn't believe him at all. I said you will not be able to believe God for your needs as you ought to. See, there's a level where you are and there's a level where you ought to be. Amen? So it's vitally important that this revelation, this experiential understanding of God as the giving God Go very, very deep in your spirit and in your soul. Amen. Saints, this is essential. You must know him as he really is. You must need be know him as he really is. You must come to know him as a giving God. It is not God's desire to withhold from his children things that they need. It is not God's desire to withhold from his children things that they need. Our giving God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Our giving God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy. And be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Let the Lord be magnified. Let the Lord be magnified. You know, a lot of people... um fall short with God because they think that when God blesses them, it's all about them. It's all about how good they are, how holy they are, how righteous they live, 
how well they've got it together. No, it's not about them. The Bible says, let the Lord be magnified. Magnified to place full attention on him. Full attention on him. To look at him under a magnifying glass. To see who he is. The giving God. The God who gives to his children. Let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Amen? Our giving God has promised not to withhold any good thing from those who live uprightly before him. That's right. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give. The Lord will give. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Our giving God has promised not to withhold any good or righteous thing from those who live uprightly before him. Amen? Our giving God has promised to those who set their hearts upon him, not upon material things, that he will give them the desires of their heart. Psalm 37, verse 4. Psalm 37, verse 4. Psalm 37, verse 4. We must be delighted in the Lord, saints. The Bible says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Delight thyself also in the Lord himself. You know, it amazes me that people claim they want to go to heaven, but they claim they want to go to heaven to spend eternity with a Jesus that they don't know, with a heavenly father that they don't really know, with a heavenly father that some of them don't even uh, perceive that they're attached to. And when they start learning the scriptures, they don't like some things about him. So my question to you is, If you don't like him now, if you don't love him now, why are you trying to go to heaven to spend eternity with him? If you don't like God now, and if you don't love him now, why on earth are you attempting to go to heaven to spend eternity with him? Praise the Lord. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. We must be delighted in the Lord. Then he will give us the righteous desires of our hearts. Our God is a giving God who gives freely to all those who ask. Jesus Christ explained it this way. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. You know, there are people that say they love God. They just don't want to do anything that he tells them to do. And they certainly don't want him to correct them. Well, they've already failed the first commandment. Amen? How can a person that says they love God, but they don't want to do what he says to do, and they don't want him to correct them, how can they truly love him and want to spend eternity with him? Amen. It's real. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Good things. You know, everything we want is not necessarily good for us. Ah, it's real, you see. God's giving to his children is unlimited and unending. It's unlimited and unending, beginning with Adam and Eve, all throughout the ages of time, even until right now. God has continued to pour out his blessings and has prospered his people. Amen. Do you have a need? God is not withholding from you. Encourage you to see him right now as the giving God. Your heavenly father, who is ready not only to meet your needs, but to pour out an abundance of blessings into your life. After the flood, God again revealed his will to bless and to prosper his children. Amen? He did it more than once. He did it more than twice. He did it more than three times. God desired to bless his children. It's his heart's desire to do so. But all of us don't really believe that. We say we believe it, but the truth is we don't believe it like we ought to. We're just hoping he will. But you see, hoping he will and truly believing it are two different worlds. Amen. And God is calling you 
to the truly believing it world. He's calling you beyond the hoping he will world into the world of the truly believing. Deeply believing cannot be shaken. You see, saints, you're going to be tested on it. So hoping he will won't won't pass the test. That's not enough. You've got to go further. You've got to go deeper. Yes, you will be tested. Amen. Yes, you will be tested. Amen. I encourage you, saints. Yes, I am. I'm encourage you again. I encourage you to see him right now as the giving God. Amen. So after the flood, God again reveals his will to bless and prosper his children. In Genesis chapter 9, Genesis chapter 9, beginning with verse 1. Genesis chapter 9, beginning with verse 1. And God blessed Noah and his sons. And he said, and said unto them, God blessed and said, God blessed and spoke. God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth for all of you who are still scared of cats and dogs upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, for all of you who are still scared of snakes and spiders, and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all thing. Amen? So our God really does want to bless us. God bless Noah and his sons in verse 1. He gave them the animals, fish, and every living thing for their food. He gave them power and dominion over the earth and told them in verse 3, Even as the green herb, I have given you all things. This shows us clearly God's character and nature. Our giving God gave them all things, even though man's wickedness and depravity had grown so much that it covered the earth and God destroyed the earth. God kept a holy remnant of people through whom he would pour his blessing. 
God kept a holy remnant of people through whom he would pour his blessing. God's intention for Noah was the same as it was for Adam and Eve. God blessed Noah and his sons with his abundance. God is no respecter person. He desires to bless, bless his children now with abundance. Amen. You see, all right, God blessed Noah, and he gave them everything. He gave them everything they needed. He did it with Adam and Eve. He did it with Noah and his sons, and he's doing it with us, some of us. But God wants to do it with all of us. Noah and his family enjoyed total provision from God's hand. Total provision from God's hand. God's purpose remains unchanged. Purpose remains unchanged. Yes, even now, in the midst of a wicked and perverse generation which has turned away from him, God has raised up a holy end-time remnant, a smaller surviving group. Amen? God has raised up a holy end-time remnant, a smaller surviving group, upon whom he will pour out his blessing and an end-time financial grace with power. God will use this end-time remnant on the earth. Amen. Many of us have never been taught to release our faith in God to bless us. Some of us have never been taught that. Some of us have been taught parts of it. Unfortunately, too many saints spend their wheels trying to manipulate the circumstances of life in order to receive what they need and want. Mm-hmm. Time for some introspection. Time to look in the mirror. Amen. It's real. God knows us. He knows us. Too many saints spin their wheels trying to manipulate the circumstances of life in order to receive what they need. As we have learned today, our God is a giving God, and he takes pleasure in blessing his children. We are supposed to grow in the image of Christ. We are to imitate our Heavenly Father. Really? That's right. Our Father is a giving God. 
we must become giving saints. Ah, that is right. You see, some of us think that this message is all about giving money, but you're wrong. You're very wrong. You see, God requires more than us giving of our finances, which we are. God requires some obedience. God requires us to give obedience. God requires us to give devotion. God requires us to give reverence. God requires us to give long-suffering. God requires us to give patience. And on and on and more and more. God requires us to give truth. God requires us to give humility. God requires us to offer to him repentance. There's a lot more to giving than a checkbook. Oh, yes. There's a lot more to giving when it comes to God than a checkbook. God requires us to give him faith. God requires us to give him trust. Our God is a giving God. We have to learn to be giving saints like our God. Mm-hmm. God requires us to give him our attention. Really? Yes, he does. Our undivided attention. Amen. Our undivided attention. You see, Isaiah chapter 58, verse 3, tells us that we're to dedicate our time to the Lord, not just for our own pleasure. There are times set aside not to do all of our chores. No, this time belongs to the Lord. He owns it. We're to spend time with him. We're to give God time, our time as we think of it. But actually, he gave it to us first. Amen. Yes, it's the truth. You see, you can't limit the giving to just financial. No, God gave us far more than just financial. And since we're learning to be like him, we must give to him more than just financial. Amen. Do you hear me, church? Do you hear what the Lord is saying? Amen. Do you hear what the Lord is saying, saying? It's important. It's very important. There are people who are misled, who actually think that all they have to do is throw God a few dollar bills here and there, and then he's just going to fling a bunch more back to them. That's no. God requires that we give him ourselves. We have to give. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. All right, I know you're going to be on your knees after this sermon. Oh, yes. And maybe that's where we ought to be, on our knees and on our faces. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. It is the truth. Fear and stingy and unwillingness to give or to spend must be repented of and forsaken. Now, some of us walk around in tightness. Tightness? Yes. It's a form of stinginess. You know, stingy is the root, but tightness is the bloom. What do you mean? When it appears to us, finances may be slowing down in that trickle, you know. The flow is slowing. We tighten up, and we don't release as God desires for us to. That's the truth. That's the usual carnal response. But God requires us to act like him, and he's consistent in giving all the time. Amen. Consistent in giving all the time. He doesn't draw back due to circumstances. You know, well, it looks like we're going to have a a slow time in the economy. So you pull back. No, God doesn't act that way. And we're not learning to act like the world. We're learning to act like Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So stingy and unwillingness to give or to spend must be repented of and forsaken. And sometimes some of us have learned through our childhood, through our growing up years, that not only are we tight in other places, we're tight with ourselves. God has given us enough. There's something we need, but instead of obtaining that thing that we need, we say no when God didn't say no. Our no needs to match his no, and our yes needs to match his yes. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's real. We live every day on this planet being human. This is this is how humans behave. Amen. As God gave to Adam and Eve, he pronounced, he spoke his blessing. So we must also learn how to speak out our blessing. We've got to learn to line our mouths up with what God is saying over our blessing. Yes. Oh, yes. We must learn to change. Amen. We must learn to speak out what God is saying over our blessing. We are going to continue to grow in obedience to God in all things. And in giving as well. We are going to learn to bind our fears. You know, some of our fears we learned growing up. Watching those that were over us and around us, how they reacted 
to financial situations. And we adopted their patterns and their beliefs. But I want you to know, all of those patterns and beliefs do not line up with our God and his word. Amen. That's the truth. So we're going to have to change and grow. That's right. We're going to have to change and to grow. We're going to continue to grow in obedience to God in all things and in giving as well. We are going to learn to bind our fears, our doubts, and our unbelief. And our unbelief. And our unbelief. Yes, we're going to deal with that. And to loot through speaking God's word over our financial lives. Amen. Amen. So some of us have religious ideas in our thoughts. Some of us have religious ideas. And they don't line up with the word of God either. Mm. That's right. Some of us have been associated with people who have ideas that sound something like the Bible, but they actually are not accurate according to Scripture. We have to grow and change too, don't we? Praise the Lord. So God has us on a plan to grow and change. Let's keep growing. Let's changing. Amen. Let's keep growing. Let's keep changing. And let God. Do the speaking into our lives in Jesus' name. Let God do the speaking into our lives in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. So right now, let's see, Holy Spirit, what do you want? All righty. The Lord says we're going to do this. And that's what we're going to do. Praise God. You know, saints, you're going to have to listen to this message again. We're going to have to listen to this message again. And let God speak to your heart. Take some time to really hear the heart of God speaking to you individually and let him touch your heart. Remember we talked about allowing the Holy Spirit to come as we read the word and let him open up our hearts so that we'll understand what God is saying to us. Amen? You see, a lot of us were raised in environments that weren't necessarily Christian. And so some of us come away with these ideas about finances and about being uh, financially blessed that are just not God. We've heard it all our lives. We think it's the truth. We think it's right. It sounds kind of right, but it's not really right. 
So God is coming to clean house. Amen. He lives inside of us. He lives inside of us. And he's coming to clean house. He's coming to clean house. Praise God. He's coming to clean house. Mm. You know how it is when God cleans house. It's not the same way as when we clean house. When God cleans house, he throws out what he doesn't want, and he has no regret. (laughs) He doesn't try to hold on to some old stuff that we've outgrown. It, It goes out. If it's broke, it's gone. It gets a replacement. God. Amen? So we're going to do some growing. Get yourself ready to stretch. Oh, yes. Because God's going to stretch us. Yes, he is. He is going to stretch us. And stretching is not very comfortable. It's not. It's not comfortable at all. You know, a rubber band comes with its shape. But when we go to pulling on it and stretching it, what you can't hear is the rubber band going, ow, that hurt, ow, ow. Well, guess what? God's going to stretch us. He's going to test us. He's going to try us. To get ready, saints, we better get ready. Amen? We better get ready because that's what God is going to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Saints, we ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't seen nothing yet, as the saying goes. So, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Oklahoma Sheriff's Association announced that Sheriff Kevin Clardy, mm-hmm, Kevin Clardy, praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I appreciate that, sir. Sheriff's investigator Alicia Manning and trusted administrator Larry Hendricks have been suspended from the association. A McCurtain County, Oklahoma newspaper released an audio recording where county officials, including the sheriff, are allegedly heard discussing killing journalists, lynching black people, and hiring hitmen. Let me give you that again. A McCurkin County, County, Oklahoma newspaper released an audio recording where county officials, including the sheriff, are allegedly heard discussing killing journalists, lynching black people, and hiring hitmen. The McCurkin Gazette News, a print-only newspaper, released portions of the audio recording and a transcription along with the front page expose over the weekend. 
The recording was taken after a March 6th county commissioner's meeting when county officials, including McCurkin County Sheriff Kevin McClarty, Commissioner Mark Jennings, Sheriff Investigator Alicia Manning, and Trust Administrator Harry Larry Hendricks were talking after the meeting but did not know they were being recorded. The conversation began with the officials discussing a house fire that took place on March 2nd, which claimed the life of a 43-year-old Danette Stowe. According to the McClurkin Gazette News, Stowe ran inside her home while it was engulfed in flames in an attempt to rescue her pet. Stowe and her two dogs perished in the fire, which was allegedly set by two men. In the recording, McClarty said authorities wrapped her body in tinfoil to preserve it, then Jennings asked if she'd come apart. During the ensuing discussion, her wrapped remains were compared to barbecued food. Clardy said, so we get her body, so we get her in the body bag, and Kyler goes, you do not know what we're going to do now, right? A deputy says, goes, know what? Gotta preheat the oven 350 degrees, leave her in there for 15 minutes, and she went, and you hear vomit sounds and laughter. Bless her heart, Clardy continued. And then the medical examiner asked her and said, hey, we're fixing to go eat. And he looked her in the face and said, you want to go with me and go eat barbecue? The officials laugh again. According to the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, Alan Shaw, 89, and Randy Sander, 65, have been charged with second-degree murder and arson in connection to Stowe's death. It was not immediately clear if either has entered a plea to the charges or retained an attorney. Later in the recording, which the McCurkin Gazette News says was legally obtained because the recording was taken at a public meeting. Conversation took another disturbing turn. Jennings, who has been county commissioner for District 2 since November 2020, started to discuss people wanting to run for sheriff. They don't have a expletive, deletive, GD. Clue what they're getting into, Jennings said. Not this day and age. I'm going to tell you something. If it was back in the day when Alan Marston would take a D-word, black guy, and whoop their A-double and throw them in the cell, I'd run for F-word sheriff. 
Yeah, well, it's not like that anymore, Clardy responds. Marston was the McCurtain County Sheriff in the 1980s. I know, Jennings said, take them down to Mud Creek and hang them up a D-word rope. But you can't do that anymore. They got more rights than we got. According to the McCurtain Gazette News, the conversation later turned to Bruce and Chris Willingham, a father and son reporter duo from the paper. They are insignificant in my life, really, Manning says. They bring no, and then you can't understand what they say. Jennings says he knows where two big, deep holes are if you ever need them. Clardy responds, I've got an excavator. Well, these are already pre-dug, Jennings responds. Jennings then brings up the idea of hitmen, saying, I've known two or three hitmen. They're very quiet guys and would cut no F-word mercy. Manning then responds and mentions Chris by name. Yeah, but here's the reality, Manning responds. If a hair on his wife's head, Chris Willingham's head, or any of those people that were really behind that, if any hair on their head got touched by anybody, who would be the bad guy? So let me give you that again. With regard to barbecue, which talks about Miss Stowe, and being uh, burned in her home, the sheriff says, anyway, you know, we wrap it up in tinfoil to preserve the body and stuff like that. And Dot kept them, all the body, heart, stuff like that. Anyway, Kyler was out there. Jennings said, oh, body part? She come apart? The sheriff said, yeah, some, uh, some parts of bodies and... Heather said, they really fall apart when they're burnt. Larry says, yeah. You never had barbecue? Sheriff says, that's another thing. Heather says, yeah. Larry says, same thing. Beck says, I'm hungry. And they start talking over each other. Sheriff says, so we get her in the body bag and Kyler goes, you know how, what we got to do. Now, right, Faith goes, no, what? He goes, you got to preheat the oven 350 degrees. Leave her in there for 15 minutes. And she went vomiting sounds and laughter. Bless her heart, it was. And then the medical examiner asked her, and hey, we're going to go eat. And he looked her in the face and said, you want to go with me and go eat barbecue? And then they laughed. With regard to racism in county government, the remarks went this way. Jennings said, it's like somebody wanting this job. They don't realize like your job. I heard it the other day, and I heard two or 12 people were going to run for sheriff. And I said, F word, let's get 20. 
they don't have a G-word clue what they're getting into, not this day and age. I'm going to tell you something. If it was back in the day when that, when Alan Marston would take a D-word black guy and W-H-O-O-P their A-S-S and throw them in the cell, I'd run for F-word sheriff. Mm. It's interesting to find out what you really elect. And the sheriff says, yeah, well, it's not like that anymore. Then Jennings says, I know, take them down to Mud Creek and hang them up with a D-word rope. But you can't do that anymore. Yeah, they got more rights than we got. So now you have it. It's always good to know who your officials really are. Uh-huh. It's always good to know who your officials really are and what they really believe, what they really believe. So these are the kinds of things they were saying, and it's on tape, and they can't say they didn't say it because it is. Amen. Isn't that exciting news? Very exciting news. After the paper released the audio, You know, people had their responses. Some people said I was completely appalled and frightened, quite frankly. (laughs) Protests began outside the Board of County Commissioner's Office. I am both appalled and disheartened to hear of the horrid comments made by officials in McCurtain County, Oklahoma, Governor Kevin Stitt said in a statement to the Associated Press, of course. There is simply no place for such hateful rhetoric in the state of Oklahoma, especially by those that serve to represent the community through their respective office. In a statement, U.S. Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma said, comments for community leaders in McCurkin County are reprehensible and embarrassing for the county and our state. The horrible comments are not who we are as Oklahomans. Every Oklahoman has the right to live in safety and freedom without fear of injustice from local, state, and national authorities, he continued. This should be a reminder that we are all defined by who we are in private and in public. On Tuesday, the Oklahoma Sheriff's Association announced that McClarty, Manning, and Hendricks were suspended from the association. On Wednesday morning, Jennings resigned from his position as commissioner. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in that matter, in those matters, actually multiple matters. And, Father, we also pray for the family of the deceased, and we pray, Lord, for you to heal them of these wounds because it's, it's a tragedy enough to lose your family member tragically this way in a fire. But then for people who are in authority, who have been elected and appointed to serve the public, to treat it in such a manner, uh, just it does more than rub salt in a wound. It rips the heart apart. So we ask, Father, for your mercy and compassion on the family and friends of the deceased and for those in the community that have been wounded and hurt by what has happened. 
We thank you for bringing justice in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a group of 19 Republican lawmakers has called on the Biden administration to stop spending billions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine and Russia's ongoing invasion. In an April 20th letter to President Joe Biden, the GOP representatives and senators shared their concerns that the trajectory of U.S. aid to Ukraine risks further escalating the war and lacks much-needed strategic clarity. Over the past year, the U.S. has been the principal financer of the Ukrainian defense effort. As the war enters its second year, there is no end in sight and no clear strategy to bring this war to a close. A proxy war with Russia in Ukraine is not in the strategic interest of the United States and risk an escalation that could spiral out of control, they wrote. The lawmakers pointed to Biden's January announcement that the United States will send 31 million, no, I'm sorry, 31 M1 Abrams main battle tanks to Ukraine as the fighting continues. Officials have warned that it would take months to train Ukrainians to use the system, which are complex to operate and maintain ground-launched small-diameter bombs, which Washington also pledged to send to Ukraine in February, will similarly take months to arrive, the lawmakers wrote, which they said suggests the administration plans to support Ukraine long-term. Meanwhile, the decision to issue high-mobility artillery rocket systems to Ukraine last June was seen as a serious provocation, wrote noting that the weapons granted enhanced capabilities to Ukrainian soldiers. With every new aid package and every new weapon provided to Ukraine, the risk of direct conflict with Russia climbs, they said. These announcements signal that your administration is settling in for a long-term conflict. The current strategy of sanctions and drawn-out aid will only prolong the conflict leading to escalation and more violence. Our national and economic security demand an alternative. Unrestrained U.S. aid for Ukraine must come to an end, and we will adamantly oppose all future aid packages unless they are linked to a clear diplomatic strategy designed to bring this war to a rapid conclusion, the lawmakers wrote. Congress has approved over $113 billion. Have you ever had $113 billion in your checking account? Well, I can tell you I haven't. I don't know about you, but that's a lot of money. And think, this isn't Biden's money. This money belongs to the people of the United States of America, to the citizenry. It doesn't belong to him. But here he is. Spending the citizens' money without asking their permission. <laughs> Approved over $113 billion in military, economic, and humanitarian assistance to Ukraine since the war began over a year ago, becoming its largest benefactor. So our money is keeping the conflict going. 
the contributions of our NATO allies pale in comparison. Beyond dollar value, there is also a stark difference in substance and motivation. As the U.S. is further indebting itself to provide tanks, air defense systems, missiles, and long-range rockets to a battlefield and ocean away, those with conflict at their borders have been content to send uniforms and personal protective equipment, the Republicans wrote. Our allies conditioned their contributions of major military equipment on a corresponding U.S. commitment, all while calling for the U.S. to do more. The letter also took aim at Biden's decision to send billions of dollars in foreign military aid while Americans, America's own military atrophies. They accused the executive branch of using debt as a tool to finance foreign wars to the detriment of the American taxpayer, noting that $27 billion of Washington's aid to Kiev is set aside for funding the Ukrainian government, repairing infrastructure, granting food security. Meanwhile, the United States reached its technical debt limit of $31.4 trillion on January 19th, and the Treasury Department started talking, taking so-called extraordinary measures to prevent what could be a first-ever default according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. To prop up a foreign government that is historically mired in corruption, while the American people suffer from record inflation and and a crippling national debt is wildly irresponsible on its own. But to do so while our military contends with aging weapon systems and depleting stockpiles is disgraceful, the lawmakers wrote. There are appropriate ways in which the U.S. can support the Ukrainian people, but unlimited arms in support of an endless war is not one of them. Our national interests and those of the Ukrainian people are best served by incentivizing the negotiations that are urgently needed to bring this conflict to a resolution, the letter concludes. We strongly urge you to advocate for a negotiated peace between the two sides, bringing this awful conflict to a close. The letter was signed by 19 Republican lawmakers, including Senator Mike Lee, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Senator J.D. Vance, Senator Rand Paul, Senator Representative Lauren Boebert. The letter comes as Ukrainian military continues to prepare for spring offensive. Although officials in Washington are concerned that they may not be fully prepared as its army runs out of ammunition and have called for military supplies to be delivered faster. Earlier this week, they finally received the American-made Patriot surface-to-air guided missile system, which Washington promised to send in October last year. Those missile systems can target aircraft, cruise missiles, and short-range ballistic missiles and provide Ukraine with a major boost and long-sought new shield against Russian airstrikes that have devastated cities. But what I want to know is when did the American taxpayer tell him that that's what we wanted him to do 
at all. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such in Jesus' name. We are adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. A top U.S. health official acknowledged on April 19th that people who have received a COVID-19 vaccine can transmit the disease to others. Now, isn't this two years late? Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, made the unsupported claim in 2021 that people who have received a COVID-19 vaccine do not carry the virus and do not get sick. Well, there's no truth to that. And it's been proven. We've had an evolution of science and evolution of the virus, Walensky told a congressional committee in Washington, adding that the statement is no longer correct with the Omicron subvariant that we have right now. The Biden appointee also doubled down on her initial claim. What was that? Was that statement correct? Representative Andrew Clyde of Georgia asked. At the time it was, Walensky responded, it was a wild-type virus that we had. It was even before the alpha variant. It was initial wild-type variant. And all the data at the time suggested that people who were vaccinated, even if they got sick, couldn't transmit the virus to anyone else. As for as for citations for the claim, Walensky's press secretary, Jason McDonald, provided four st- studies, including two published by the CDC's quasi-journal. None of the studies are randomized trial. That's a no-no. And they all have various flaws. Mm, That's the worst no-no. Irrespective of all that they show, what I think nobody can deny, that a proportion of vaccinated individuals get ill. And when ill, they have also have positive PCR tests as an indication that they will excrete virus, Christine Stanbell Ben, a health professor at the University of South Denmark, said. Conclusion, vaccinated individuals can get ill and they can transmit. And Tracy Hogue, an epidemiologist based in California, also said the papers don't support Walensky's claims. They all report observed reductions, but none of them found that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, do not get sick, she said. Are they kidding? Seems delusional to come to that conclusion from those articles. Even in March 2021, Walensky's claim drew criticism from scientists. What we know is the vaccines are very substantially effective against infection. There's more and more data on that, but nothing is 100%. John Moore, a virologist at Well Cornell Medicine, told the New York Times back then, it's possible that some people vaccinated could get COVID-19. The evidence isn't clear whether they can spread the virus to others, the CDC said at the time. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, which authorized the vaccine, said when authorizing them that the clinical trials did not test transmission and has maintained that stance to the present day. Just two weeks after Walensky's initial statement made during an appearance on MSNBC, 
The CDC said some 5,800 Americans had contracted COVID-19 despite being vaccinated, with 74 of them dying. You see that? 74 of them had to be buried. The CDC later stopped counting so-called breakfections as the numbers soared. Data has shown that vaccine protection wanes considerably after several months and starts low against the concurrent Omicron subvariant, with some papers estimating vaccinated people are more likely to become infected over time. Walensky also questioned about a Cochrane review of masks against influenza and COVID-19. Researchers found that based on the current evidence, masks were not effective in reducing the spread of respiratory viruses. Under pressure from outside groups, Cochrane Editor-in-Chief Carlos Soares Weiser said in March the review did not show that masks don't work. The authors said in their summary that we are uncertain whether wearing masks or N95P2 respirators helps to slow the spread of respiratory viruses based on the assessed. That wording was open to misinterpretation for which we apologize. Really? Sourceweiser said, adding that we are engaging with the review authors with the aim of updating the plain language summary and abstract to make clear that the review looked at whether interventions to promote mask wearing to help slow the spread of respiratory viruses. Cochrane is known as a gold standard, he said on Wednesday, and I think it's notable that the editor-in-chief of the Cochrane actually said that the summary of that review, she retracted the summary of that review and said it was an inaccurate summary. You know, if you keep on, you'll think this woman is double-minded or just doesn't ever tell the truth. As of April 20th, the review has not been updated and no parts have been retracted. If it has not been changed yet, you may want to reach out to Cochrane, McDonald said. Tom Jefferson, the lead author of the review, told journalist Marianne DeMossi that Walensky's retraction claim wasn't true. Walensky is plain wrong. There has been no retraction of anything, he said. It's worth reiterating that we are the copyright holders of the review. So we decide what goes in or out of the review And we will not change our review on the basis of what the media wants or what Walensky said. So we thank you, Lord, Ah, for the adjudications of the righteous judge in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning most of the energy tax benefits provided by President Joe Biden's $750 billion Dollar Inflation Reduction Act of of 2022 are going into the coffers of big banks and billion-dollar corporations, according to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith. Mm-hmm. While President Biden's supercharged IRS is warming up to target working Americans, His administration is getting ready to spend those tax dollars to subsidize special interest green energy projects 
a billion-dollar company, Smith said in a statement, based on a new congressional analysis issued by the Joint Committee on Taxation. Smith was referring to the Biden administration's controversial plan to double the size of the IRS workforce by adding 87,000 new tax investigators and auditors. So that means they're coming to steal your money. That's basically what they mean. House Republicans want to defund the IRS expansion plan. Many of the same companies getting a green corporate welfare check have shared their American identity to do business with the Chinese Communist Party and, as a result, are being funneled to Chinese entities that manipulate our key supply chain, Smith continued. White House Republicans are fighting for working families struggling to pay their gasoline and utility bills. House Democrats are prioritizing foreign nations and sending as many taxpayer-funded handouts to corporations as possible. With big banks pocketing three times more of these special interest tax breaks than any other industry, it's clear Democrats are rewarding their friends on Wall Street that push their partisan ESG agenda, the uh, Missouri Republican said. The JCT includes members from both Senate and House of Representatives, and the chairmanship and vice chairmanship positions are rotated between the two chambers from one Congress to the next. Smith is the chairman this year, while Senator Ron Wyden is the most senior citizen on the panel, is the vice chairman. The JCT analysis was done by the panel's bipartisan professional staff. Biden signed the IRA into law on August 2, 2022, claiming during a White House signing ceremony that the bill represents the federal government's most aggressive action ever, 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 ever in confronting the climate crisis and strengthening economic or energy security. But seven and a half months after that ceremony, among the major findings of the JCT analysis are that firms with over $1 billion in sales are set to receive more than 90% of the green energy tax subsidies provided by the IRA, and large banks and insurers receive in excess of 50% of the green energy tax breaks, far more than any other industry or sector, according to Smith. Two green energy tax categories are the main focus of the JCT analysis, the electricity production tax credits and the electricity investment tax credits. The the analysis found that 97% of the former credits go to corporations valued at $1 billion or more, while 92% of the latter credits go to large banks and insurance firms. Hmm, isn't that interesting? But Ways and Means Democrats hotly disputed Smith's claims during an April 19th hearing on the JCT analysis with Representative Judy Chu of California, the panel's second-ranking Democrat, arguing that the IRA is addressing the biggest climate crisis ever and creating thousands of American jobs in the process. The climate crisis is real and its efforts are only becoming more extreme. 
In California, all but one of the state's ten largest wildfires in history have occurred since 2017, and years of severe drought followed by months of extreme rain and snow. Now, Saints, I'm going to let you in on something, okay? Many moons ago, yes, before I even came to Miracle Outreach Ministries, many, many moons ago, in church, in a church service, it was prophesied by the minister that was giving the message. For years, America was going to have fires, and plenty of them were going to be in California that droughts would follow, and other things that we're seeing happening now that we've been watching happening for the last 10 or 15 years were told back then. All right? Okay. Got it? So, you know, they're, they, they've come up with their story. But God lets his people know about things well in advance. Amen. Democrats did something about this, and we made sure that the clean energy transition will mean more jobs, more manufacturing, and higher wages here in the United States, Shu told the hearing. The Inflation Reduction Act is the single largest clean energy investment in U.S. history with first-of-their-kind requirements to strengthen American supply chains and create quality, high-paying jobs, this legislation is proving that green jobs are good jobs and putting the country on the path to reasonable, sustainable energy independence, Chu said. So far, the green tax credits have spurred over 100,000 jobs for U.S. electricians, mechanics, construction workers, technicians, support staff, and others. Just in the law's first six months, 90 new clean energy products have been announced in 31 states. These product projects include battery manufacturing, electric vehicle manufacturing, you know those things blow up, and wind and solar manufacturing sites. If that isn't delivering results for the American people, then what is, she continued. During the hearing, Republicans also criticized the IRA for providing revenue streams that benefit the Chinese Communist Party. Representative Darren LaHood of Illinois, who also serves on the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence and the House Select Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party Committee, told the hearing that a particular area of concern that I have is the lack of safeguards that were put in place to prevent these incentives from being enjoyed by our adversaries. We learn every day about the growing threats from China and the Inflation Reduction Act demonstrates how easy it is for us to literally let them in the fr- through the front door. Mm-hmm. One of the witnesses testifying during the hearing, GreenMet Executive Chief Executive Officer Drew Horn, responded to LaHood, noting that, We have to be careful that as we look at driving catalysts to drive U.S. industry and U.S. innovation, that we don't open ourselves to a Trojan horse to come in to work against us. The CCP is an expert at doing this. They know exactly how to exploit what we do. 
They've been doing it for decades. And their plan is to suppress us and to prevent us from being a competitor to their world domination. Their world domination. Mm-hmm. Horn continued saying there are U.S. firms very close to being in a position to compete strongly against the CCP and acquiring and using rare earth minerals that are required for batteries used in electric vehicles and other green energy applications. They are a threat to China's goal of global seeking national dominance. See, China wants national dominance. They want to run this country completely. Yes, they do. And they've wanted it for a long time, and now Mr. Biden is giving them their way. And the monopoly that the CCP has on the industry, and they will do everything possible to prevent these options from coming online, and they will do everything possible to prevent these options from coming online from price fluctuations, flooding the market, everything measurable, Horn testifies. So when the resources designed to go to U.S. companies to allow them to compete on a fair stage with the Chinese Communist Party are diverted, it allows the CCP not only to take those funds, but to suppress any possible legitimate competition for a better service provided, Horn said. GreenMet is a Washington-based firm seeking to accelerate the development of self-reliable rare earth mineral supply chains for the 21st century. This is critical to North America's economic future and represents a $1 trillion potential deal flow, according to its website. Currently, 84% of the world's rare earth minerals are mined and produced outside of North America with a vast majority of such activity under the control, direct and indirect, of the CCP. Amen. Praise God. Now, before, let me go this way. Amen. Praise God. That's a lot to take in, saints. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot to take in. A whole lot to take in. Amen. Before I I go to Brother Marshall, I want to I want us to pray, Saints. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up Brother Marshall and his family to you. Runga de brisa, la 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 yosundera brekedera breket, breket, breket. Runga de brisa da brisa da. Rumba ba 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 bruka de brisa da Satan, we bind you in Jesus name. Rumba ba 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 bruka de brisa da. Rola da yosundera brekedera yosota da brekedera yosala da ya. Rakata, runga de risa da. Rukata, rikede, rukata, rakata, rakata. 
Romba baba kushanda regeseta rendera brasa la de Dios otoro brige de Dios tuta rakate risele Dios tu regisete raka kushata rabara rakata rabrosa la de Dios tuta rabrisa la dea romba baba ruka te rabrisa la dea roka hable de Dios otoro brisa katarabre sika baba baba rushanda rabrisa la diosa thank you lord jesus we give you the praise we give you the honor we thank give you the glory we thank you for it lord and what you'll do in Jesus' name. Brother Marshall. Uh, Father, we thank you for capturing our hearts with your love, <clears throat> your perfect love that casts out all fear. Thank you, Jesus, for hanging on that tree for the joy that's set before you, your bride, the bride of Christ. And we know that when your Heavenly Father and our Heavenly Father by adoption says, go get your bride, son. You're going to come get us, Lord Jesus. We know you're preparing a place for us. And we thank you that I will keep him in perfect peace as mine to stay on me. We thank you, Father God, when all these nasty things, because the devil's real, people to be biting their nails and wringing their hands and doing all that. But what does that avail anything? Oh, it gives the devil power. We don't want to do that. Father, you said, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. And you said you inhabit the praises of your people. You said the meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. He's of a merry heart, hath a continual feast. Because we don't live by bread alone. We live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I've seen your word more than my necessary food. We thank you for physical food, providing all of our needs according to your riches and glory, not just in the natural, but much, much more in the spiritual. We thank you, Father God, that your arms are not too short to save, and we thank you for your promises in Psalm 37. You said the meek shall inherit the earth, not the haughty, not those who go into the uh, Masonic lodges, or those that go to false gods that say God has no son. Because even the Jewish people, if they would look at Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 30, say that God has a son. And how about Psalm 2? <laughs> so we thank you, Father, for sending your son to be the Savior of the world. Like it says in First John, where is that? Um, chapter 4. You sent your son to be the Savior of the world. And we thank you, Jesus. You said, Father, I've finished the work thou gavest me to do. It is finished. And we thank you. You totally defeated the enemy when you hung on that tree. We thank you, Father, for the power of the cross. We thank you for sending your son and allowing him to go to that same mountain where Father Abraham sent his son, the son of laughter, potentially to offer his the promise, your promise to him of having an heir out of his own loins, to offer him up as a burnt offering. And he son, provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And you did. You provided Jesus to take the wrath of God in our place, like it says in Hebrews chapter 13. You took that violent wrath of God. So as we reckon ourselves dead with Christ, that's one of those little scriptures from Isaiah 6 that come in. You touch our mouths with that burning coal from off your altar. What is that burning coal? It's Jesus. That's why the matzah is burned and pierced and striped. The Jewish people don't quite know what they're doing when they're having Passover, Pasach, or whatever they call it. But, Father God, you know. 
And you said that that Alfie Coleman, the middle wafer, the hidden one, <laughs> he's going to be revealed. When their hearts turn to the Lord, you can grab and get a hold of the Jewish people, Father God, the real Jewish people, not the people who just pretend that they're Jewish, the real Jewish people, the real descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not the ones that came from Turkey or whatever, and, and they don't actually believe in the Torah, they don't believe in the first five books of Moses at all. They, they have a different thing. They're going after the rabbis. What are the rabbis teaching? No, they're teaching a different thing, a different gospel. And you tell us in, in Galatians, you don't like the different gospel. In fact, you said they'll be cursed. So those people that are doing nasty, nasty, nasty things, not just in Oklahoma. How about in, in Jerusalem and Israel, Father God? Nasty, nasty things to people who actually believe in. It's just as a lot of people that are Muslims over there. And they're having their time now. Ramadan. And the whole country basically comes to a halt practice because most of the Muslims are the heavy-duty workers. Like maybe the Jewish people were in Egypt, like slaves almost. But it comes to a halt because they're worshiping their God that says there is no son. So, Father, save the souls that can be saved. We pray for those who despitefully use us, and we pray for ourselves too, Father, and all of our generations. And since there's no one, Psalm 39, there's no one all figured out. There's none that's righteous. No, not one. You said in, in, in Romans 3, I think it's Romans 4, I think it's Romans 3, there's none righteous, no, not one, but Jesus. And you said in Psalm 71, you're the Holy One, and we thank you, Jesus, well, maybe elsewhere, but you talk about that. You've been the only righteous one. We thank you for that robe of righteousness you give us when we believe in your blood covenant. When you washed us from our sins in your own blood. Do I fully understand that? No, of course not. At least not yet. He's teaching me little by little, day by day. So he's pressing in to fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. So we pray for those in Oklahoma. There are many good saints in Oklahoma. Anybody can be good. That Only God is good. But people can become good in God's sight. When they repent of their pride, because pride comes before the splat, the fall, right? Before the people have to resign from serving Satan and say, oh, oh, they're ashamed. But the people that do know their God, they're not going to be ashamed. They're going to do exploits. But how do we get to know you, Lord? We spend time with you, Lord. And you know those that are yours as you're looking deep, deep, deep into our hearts. You're the only one who knows our hearts, as some of us have been reading in First Kings 8. And that's elsewhere. You're the only one who knows whoever Biden is, if he's still that whoever he was. I know he's in multiple doubles, wearing nice little masks and different earlobes and all the rest of it. One was left-handed, but Biden was right-handed. Sometimes we're not too good at that. But anyway, Father God, you're bringing all these things to light. And we thank you, Father God, for even the Walensky nonsense about the, the COVID jab. And, oh, of course you can't transfer it. And, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's beneficial. Well, it's kind of beneficial. Well, it, it will last for a little while. Well, it may make you sicker. Oh, well, we're not going to talk about that because we're in charge. So, Father God, we bind every one of these demons from our position seat and have any places, not just in Oklahoma, not in the um, so-called the three-letter agencies that are in the United States that are all controlled by what? Not everybody in them. I'm not trying to accuse everybody. I'm not supposed to be an accuser of the brethren. That's my, not my calling in life. And I pray for those that can be saved, Father God. We thank you for the, the whistleblowers that are standing up in the FBI, some of those agencies that are coming forth to say, oh, no, no, we're not going to go along with this. This is not good. To We're supposed to protect the American people. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Some of them think that. So, Father God, there's some people that have authority in not just Oklahoma, other places that don't do nice things to human beings. 
Because what? Satan hates every single human being. That's why he tried to kill all the Israeli boys, the Jewish boys, back in, in Egypt, heaven that was raised. Jesus is our Passover. And he's ever living to make intercession for us. He's saving all of us to the uttermost to come to our Heavenly Father by him. Because without the shedding of blood is no remission of sins. And there's a point where a man wants to die, but then the judgment. But all these people, these people who are pretending to be whatever they are, tyrants or fascists or whatever they're pretending to be, Father God, who actually think they're like little mini kings, Father God, those people, Father God, oh, Father, you got a hold of Saul of Tarsus. He did some really horrific things to your people. He made some of them renounce their faith. That's not a healthy thing to do because without faith it's impossible to please God. We can't renounce faith in the blood of the covenant. Some fancy multimillionaire pastors pretending to be real Christians have big spreads on TV or whatever. The pastor of the church I was at used to love one of them. It took me a long time to look and do the research. I hated to do it, but I had to do it because he thought he was a bee's knees. He even went to the Pope and bowed down before him and, and, and looked up into those dark pools of his eyes. And I don't know what spirits transferred, Father God, but... He, Father God, has a very different gospel. So, Father, could grant all of us discernment. And Satan, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2.4, according to Proverbs 18.10, for the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and righteous runneth into it in the state. And how do we run into that strong tower? We take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. So I run to the Lord for all his benefits to me. I shall take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. We have to have faith as a little child. Can that child take a little a little glass or a little cup of grape juice? Is it really hard to do? Well, it may be hard if you don't have any grape juice. It may be hard if they don't have any cups, Father God. But you provide all of our needs, not just the children. I want you to save all the children. All the children, every nation, Father God, yes, in China, yes, in Ukraine, yes, in Russia, yes, in the United States, yes, in Canada, all the European nations, Father God, not just Switzerland, not just the United Kingdom, every nation, Father God, even in France, where they're backpedaling and saying, oh, we're going to be buddy-buddy with the CCP, Father God, during the, the revolution, Father God, but Russia came to our aid, wasn't that nice? Father God, people's alliances keep changing, whatever seems to be convenient, Father God, because we can't trust in, the, in princes. We can't trust in whoever any human being is, Father God. They've all got, we don't know their hearts. At least I don't. Maybe somebody has some great discernment from the Lord, and maybe the Lord says, oh, yeah, that person's a real Christian. You can tell them by their fruit. Some of them do give indication of that, which is wonderful. We thank you for those saints that have been bold enough to stand for the truth, even though they've lost their positions, they've been maligned, they've been defamed, kind of like Jesus was. Father God, we ask for divine help and intervention. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be sozo. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And that's not only in Joel 2.32. It's in Acts 2.21. It's in Romans. Where is that? It's kind of about covered again. 10.13. So, Father God, and you said sozo in the Greek, in the New Testament. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And we ask you to deliver all the people in harm's way, Father particularly from all these different things Pastor Sabrina's just read through, and we thank you for doing so, Father. Because you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. You just say, ask, and you shall receive. As we receive the spirit of adoption, Father, you 
hear our voice. You don't hear us any other way, but because of that blood of sprinkling. And of course, if we don't believe in the blood, like that fault only pastor did, he denied the blood. Ooh, ooh, I think that's in Hebrews 10. That's very dangerous. Some of them used to believe in the blood. They even have communion, but they don't believe in it. Like, how about those Southern Baptist pastors and some of the other ones that they have communion, but they go to Masonic Lodge. Yeah. They take all kinds of nasty oaths. And you say, you call no man master. Oh, Father, forgive me. Forgive those I've been associated with, including when I used to go to the Episcopal Church and we used to call the the head pastor, Father So-and-so. His name wasn't So-and-so, but we used to call them different. And, and, and for somebody who's a father of the faith, that may be somewhat okay. But not supposed to call any man, any man father or any man master, for sure, including in the um, Jewish movement, Father God. They call lots of people rabbi. Not supposed to call anybody rabbi. Not supposed to call anybody father. I think they do that not just in the Episcopal Church. I think it's in the Catholic Church. They call Father So-and-so. Isn't that for abomination? We have only one Father. The Pope's not the Holy Father. There's only one Holy Father. That's the one who sits on the throne. And he's going to be one with, he is one with Jesus, but he's going to be much more. God will be all in all, like it says in 1 Corinthians 15. So we're looking for that day when you will be all in all. And everything has to cut up with that, because be submitted to the Lord Jesus. So the enemies come under his footstool, and he's coming to rule and reign, because he has all power in heaven and earth. You talk about it in many different ways at many different times, now only the last part of Matthew chapter 28. Jesus has been given all power in heaven and earth. In his name, every name must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father, like you talk about in, in Romans where is that, 14, 11, and Father God, and you talk about in the so-called strong man, don't have any strength compared to the Lord Jesus, if we don't give it to you. We don't yield to fear. We don't yield to, oh, woe is me. We don't yield to any of that, because what's the worst thing that can happen to any of us? We'll all get to go to heaven, as soon as we repent of our sins and believe in the blood covenant. We go to heaven. Because Jesus gives us his robe of righteousness, the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And righteousness delivers from death, it says. And the work of righteousness shall be shalom, shall be peace. Like it says in what's that, Isaiah 32, 17. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness shall be quietness and assurance forever. So if nasty things come our way, they may. They're challenging times we're living in. Jesus went through a lot of nasty things. People said horrific things about him. People spit on him. People did more than physically abuse him. He had to be separated from his heavenly father. He's always been always been one with the father from eternity past. That's serious, serious challenge. But Father, you do say there is a second death. You warn us about that in, in the book of Revelation. I think it's on chapter two and later on in the book. There's a second death. What is that second death? Oh, that's in People are thrown into the lake of fire. When the when the Lord says, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Father, we don't want to be like those. So we repent, renounce all of our personal sins and generational iniquities, including idolatry and pride, ungodly fear, selfishness, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, rebellion, every ungodly spirit, and every occultic spirit, every spirit that says, Oh, but but this doctor is better than that doctor, or comparing ourselves among ourselves with this pastor is better than that pastor. You know all of our hearts, and we're all works in progress. There's some pastors that actually have a relationship, and some are just pretending. I don't know who some of them are at all, but you know everything, Father. We ask you to deliver us all, and all those in harm's way, including those people who have been 
bewitched. We bind that spirit of bewitchment. We bind the spirit of pharmacy, of sorcery, and witchcraft trying to operate in this land, Father God. We know that some people, because when I became a nurse, Father God, I thought it was going to be a great thing to help people. And, and some people were helping. Some people maybe not have been so beneficial, benefited by me becoming a nurse, Father, because, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. I think that Jesus are praying for all of us and say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So thank you for hearing the words of the Lord Jesus, Father, and forgiving us and deliver us as we repent and renounce all of our sins, according to First John 1, 9. And thank you, Father, God. you said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, two ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. That's not just the United States. A whole lot of lands, and they need healing. A whole lot of lands. Yes, in China. That's where some of the people are fleeing China to come to the United States. So they, they heard this as some, some measure of, of liberty here. Instead of being totally under the lockdown of the monitoring spirits, so when they control, track, and trace, and do everything, they know what the CCP is up to because they lived it. So, Father God, some of them are coming to this nation with good intentions. Some of them may be coming with other intentions. I don't know. Unless you deliver us, you said. Call upon the name of the you deliver. We thank you to release your warning angels to fight for each of us. They're more with us than with them, like you said. And, in, uh, where is that, in 2 Kings 6, 16 and following. So more with us than with them. We do speak blindness to our enemy, mutinous to our enemy. We only hear what the Lord Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us. And every witchcraft cursing against every one of us, not just from the people gathering from Ramadan, just from the people gathering mm-hmm. all the different occultic gatherings, Father God, are eternally sinful in his spiritual sense, do those spirits intended to do to us in Jesus' name because of the blood of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and confirmed over in Proverbs 6, 30 and 31 in Jesus' name, even as you're exposing everything that's going on, now we're going to Matthew 10, 26, Mark 4, 22, uh, where's that, Luke 8, 17, and 12, 2. We thank you for exposing what the enemy's doing. There's another one over in, in Daniel too, as well. We thank you for exposing the thought. I think it's Daniel chapter 2. We thank you for exposing it because when, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which are the names given by their captors, got together with Daniel and they prayed. <clears throat> they didn't have Matthew 18. Uh, 19 to stand on, the two of you on earth are just saying that, but they kind of did. <laughs> they kind of did that, and they asked for your help. And you know respect their persons, and you helped them, and you gave them divine understanding of what was going to happen in the latter days. And here we are for such a time. It's a glorious thing to be looking forward to Lord Jesus' return. Do I know what that's going to look like exactly? No, but it's going to come like a flash from the east to the west. He's not going to be hanging out in the desert. Oh, the Messiah's over there in, you know, in, in Judea and Israel. Or the Messiah's over here in this desert. No, he's in the secret room. Oh, no, no. No, we're not supposed to believe the lies. And they may have a blue beam, you know, whatever. They may have some false, uh, whatever you call it, um, impression that they can pretend that there's fire coming down from heaven, a false thing, saying that you know, the Antichrist being displayed as if he's the, the Messiah. So, Father, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of deception, every single spirit of deception, all your people. We thank you the many, 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 many people all over the earth waking up, the many people, many people in Europe, many people in Australia, many people in Canada, many, many, many people. Thousands and hundreds of millions of people waking up all over your earth, Father God, it's especially about this tyranny, Father God, this planned thing, Father God, because Jesus is going to win. The meek shall inherit the earth. Those nice little quiet farmers in different nations in South America, too, the quiet farmers who just want to feed their families and maybe have a little extra to take care of things, Father God. We thank you that you take care of those, and you're the best farmer there's ever been. So we thank you for planting your incorruptible seed in us 
the seed that cannot be messed up with GMOs. Thank you for planting your word in us, the real word of God, 99.9%. I don't know, but it's pretty close. So we thank you, Father God, for giving us increasing faith as we hear your word day by day, more and more. We thank you for what you have done, are doing, and going to do. And we give you praise and honor, and Father. And Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every single one of them, named and not named, bound to trust in